Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be revealing our Kiko Sports All Star team for 2022. Delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick and Eddie Halligan, Eddie the expert. Uh, all three of us full of turkey and brandy and everything else that was going. So, how was your Christmas, lads? Yeah, mine was very good. Damien was uh, busy, um, but uh, no, it was, it was a great Christmas. Everyone's healthy and well, thank God. That's it. Paul? Yeah, grand. Yeah, quiet Christmas this year now, so yeah. Plenty no, of turkey. Can't complain. Plenty of turkey, Too plenty much. of gravy. <laughs> What's the best thing about Christmas dinner? I, I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but go on, go for it. What? I was just thinking myself. Oh, the ham. I love the ham. The ham? Yeah. Cloves in it? As in for the flavour, obviously, yeah, you don't yeah, eat the clothes. Yeah, a bit of honey, all that stuff, yeah. Right. Yeah. Jeez, I don't think we have enough time to talk about that. Ro- roast, <laughs> yeah. roast potatoes. Yeah. A lovely yeah. roast potato. I can't I can't get enough of them. Yeah, it's the turkey and ham for me. It's the turkey Just, and ham. Yeah. Crispy you stuff know. and, uh, yeah, there's loads of it. Christmas yeah. dinner, best dinner of the year. But look, we're here to talk about the best players of the year. Yeah. So we'll get into the, the, the nominations. Um, and we'll start off in goals. Um, a lot of debate... A lot of debate over the last while over who should be in, but the nominations we went for were Kieran Daly from Castle Rahan, Harry Clark from Drumlane, and Liam Brady from Rammer United. Um, I'm I'm going to say I'm going to nail my colours to the mast here. I I think Harry Clark was instrumental in Drumlane's win. I think that he's he's my choice on this one. I think that his kickouts were exceptional. He was very commanding on their high ball. He pulled off a lot of good saves. And even outside of this, his run in his performances in the Ulster Championship, I think have elevated him. I, I, I'd personally be going for Harry Clark here, but I think I'm going to lose out in the battle, am I? Yeah, you've been outvoted on this one. Yeah, yeah. We're not. <laughs> I'm not going to make be a politician like you, Damien, and make the case for every lad who doesn't make it before we, before we start off. But I, I'm just going to say that. Yeah, I agree with you on Harry Clark, but I thought Liam Brady had had a really like a career season. Really, I thought he really elevated himself. Thought he was the best goalkeeper in the county over the, over the club championships. Just rock solid, and never put a foot wrong. Kicked his long range frees and forty fives, and he was just very commanding on it. On a Rammer team who were missing a few leaders, and he 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 filled a big leadership role there. I could be guilty of putting Liam Brady into a bracket because Rammer didn't do as well as they should have done on this one, or or is it that Liam Brady is just a, a level above all? I, I would agree with that, Damien. I think that he was level above it all. And if you look at all the different facets um, that a, a performance of what a goalkeeper should be judged on, I think he ticks all the boxes. I think Harry Clark is a brilliant shot stopper and he's improved his kickouts uh, big time. And I would have mentioned uh, Kieran Daly as mm-hmm. well. Like I thought his 
people seem to forget about his match win and save in the drawing game that against right. School Holland. Yeah, like, semi final. In semi final, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, so he had a very very good year. But I just think I was saying to you earlier, uh, Damien, that if Ray McGalligan decides to hang up the the gloves, I think Liam Brady's the next man to step in into that role because I just think he's better fit, better suited. Um, and it just for me, he edges it that way. Okay, okay. Well, look at well done to Bramley United's Liam Brady. He picks up the number one goalkeeper position on the Kiko Sports All-Star team. Okay, the nominations in the full-back line were Eunan Henry from Castle Rahan, Stephen Cooney, Castle Rahan, and Fergal Riley from the same club. From Arvo, we had Charlie Madden. Then from Drumlane, it was Donald Monaghan, three from Gowna, Ryan Brady, Ryan McGahorn, and Fionnan Brady, and then one from Mullahorn in Killian Brady. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my nail down into this one. My nail down on this one was Stephen Cooney. I thought he was just phenomenal for Castle Rahan. I thought whether he played in a half-back line, which he did at times, or had to go back and do man-marking jobs, he was able to do it all. He contributed on the scoreboard. He nullified opposition's key players. I thought it was just brilliant. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, like Remember, he missed the first round, I think it was. He, he breaks back into the team against Killing Care and scored 1-2. And mm-hmm. he, he might have scored the first 1-2 of that game. It was, he scored it all early mm-hmm. on. It was kind of like, I'm back. And <laughs> I thought he showed great leadership throughout the year. Again, never put a foot wrong. Came up and kicked scores when they were needed. Would, would come up with a big play, a big dispossession yeah. when it was needed. Stephen Cooney, nailed on. Nailed on. Who's your nailed on? <laughs> well, I, my nailed on is uh, Ryan McGarren yeah. uh, for Gauna. Um, I think that Gauna looked a very solid outfit when he was back in the team. Um, I think, if memory serves me correctly, I don't think Ryan played in the first two games against Kiligary or against Lara out in Balanya. And Gauna looked, just looked a bit shaky at the mm-hmm. back line I remember uh, against the Larry game I remember Conor Brady had to go back in full back just for a period of time Jack McKenna was yeah, causing all causing, sorts of problems you know but <clears throat> as soon as Ryan came back in it was almost like a presence was back in the full back line it was like okay that's dealt with there like we've got him back in in the case of and, and isn't that what you want in your full back really? 100%, 100%, yeah, 100%. Yeah. and also he was the captain do you know what yeah. I mean of, of a, a very good kind of team so to me he's my nailed on in that team and the tour we went for Thornton went for was Fionnan Brady. Fionnan Brady, Brady yeah. as well. I mean, <clears throat> we've a lot. It's no secret. Not going to be any spoilers here to say we've a lot of Garner lads in this defence, which is which is unusual because you think of Garner, you think of flashy forwards. Yeah, yeah. Championships are, are probably won on defences mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought Fionnan Brady had an exceptional year. I, remember David that we always reference at the after the under twenty final last year. That's right. And I went up to he was captain of Southern Gales, and I went up to do an interview with him after the game. And the first thing he said was. Oh, we're still hurting after the county final, yeah. and we joked about it at yeah. the time. But uh, you can that, you can see the the drive and determination that was there to come back for him. So he had a great year, and yeah. I still think one of the greatest moves. And in fairness, the the, the Gowna management deserve credit, and obviously to have the confidence in Fiona to put him as the man marker in on Dara Love. It wasn't it in the county mm. final. Mm. I thought that was genius because it freed up then Ryan McGahorn. It, it it allowed Cormac then to take care of Connor Smith. It just worked. It worked really well. And if he wasn't playing so well, they couldn't have trusted him because Dara Love. It was was absolutely boring teams at, at that level. So I thought Fiona had a, an absolute breakout year. Like it's his second or third year at senior level but this was him really stating mm. I'm, I'm a big part of this team so mm. yeah Brilliant. absolute congratulations to the three lads two from Gauna and one from Castle Rahan so Stephen Cooney any honourable mentions yeah I was <coughs> going to say um, Fergal Riley from Castle Rahan is probably unlucky to miss out 
um, a bad hamstring injury there at the I think it's the drawing game of the semi-final yes against yeah. Holland and Donald Monaghan as well yeah. um, Bo- both injury both struck injury. him yeah yeah you know what yeah. I mean but two brilliant players and I think Drumlane will definitely uh, will like Will hit will be hit by Donald's absence uh, mm-hmm. next year because I think Donald's out in America now yeah. for for traveling or college. I don't know what he's doing, but or work even. So um, yeah, honorable mentions to those two boys. Yeah, all rightly so. Okay, moving on to the half back line then in the Kiko Sports <coughs> All Star team. The nominations were James McBreen from Lavi, Kieran Brady, Arva, Jack Brady from Ramey United, Dara Kennedy from Killigarry, two from Drumlane in Mark McGuire and James McCall, and three from Gowna. Key and Madden, Connor Brady. And the Silver Fox, Mark McKeever. Do you know what? You could pick any three of that combination and, and you know you've got a damn good half-back line there. But I think we go to the nailed-ons. I, I, I'll i let you take the first nailed-on, Paul, because I took it the last time. Yeah, well, See, I'll I'm go, very I'll go key and Madden. Year. I actually went through went through uh, issues of the Celt and I texted to you lads earlier on uh, with the stats for what Key and Madden scored in the championship. Off the top of my head, I think he scored something like 19 points. Um yeah, he scored twenty points over the course of the championship. Thirteen frees, you know. And this was a championship where where Garner, uh played eight matches, won four of them. A lot of sticky games in this yeah. competition. And Kia Madden was the man who was coming up with his two points here, his his three points, one free, two from play there. And that was keeping the scoreboard ticking over. A lot of big name forwards on on the Garner team, but through injuries and maybe in and out form, they weren't all sh- shooting the lights out. Kia Madden <laughs> was the man providing that leadership. He was winning a lot of those frees as well. And. He was being asked to play out of position. He's, we wouldn't know no. Kean Madden as a half back, but the selfless nature of his game, he was willing to do the role. And in fairness, again, I'm, I'm heaping a lot of praise in the game of management, but it was a stroke of genius to get him back there because he transitioned the ball from back to front better than anybody in any championship. Like there was nobody who could carry that ball 50 yards the way he did, take it from danger and put it into the opposition's danger zone. And very rarely gives it away. Very rarely, you know, yeah, very, yeah. Very smart on the ball. Who's your nailed on? Um, Connor Brady. Um, I just that performance in the the drawing game against the Gales, Damien, was enough for me. Like, that was it. <laughs> like thought he singly handily dragged Gowna into that back yeah. in that game, and people have to realise that Gowna were one nine to six behind. Um, in that game, when uh, was it? Kevin Behan got that fortunate goal. That's and, right. Just I, was it Kevin? Yeah. yeah, I think it was Kevin. Um. But uh, but and it looked like the Gales were nailed on to go into the semi final. Yeah. But Conor Brady, he was start centre back and into the, into the into midfield, I think, and they were down to fourteen men as well. That's and right. uh, for most part of the game, but he showed brilliant leadership. And you just knew once once Gowan got out of Breffney Park with a draw, um, thanks to his performance, that Gowan was going to be a different team after that. So for me, I thought he had a great year, and he was brilliant in the first half against um Killigary in the county final. Some of them points he was kicking outside the boot. You know, sweet. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, to me, it, he's nailed on. If you're talking about the most consistent player in the championship winning side, it's Conor Brady. Mm. True. Mm. I know in 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 Enniskillen they they done a man marking job on him and, and and nullified, but that shows how good he was in the club championship calf and that mm. Enniskillen Gales identified. If we stop him, we've got a really good yeah. chance here, and that's how they done it. They, mm. they they literally they nullified his performance, but the rest of the championship, I thought he was. He was the leader, yeah. really the leader in the middle toward of the field who could take the, the, the driving runs, the hard hits, the physical elements mm. of the game and throw it in with, with no shortage of, of mm. flair and ability. So a class performance by him. Yeah. And the last one then, I'm going to take the nailed on and I'm delighted for, for this young lad because I, I know his attitude and, and his, his willingness to work as Mark Maguire. If you talk about the best and the most influential 
defender on the the uh, drum lane side was Mark Maguire. He was tasked with the number one um, player on the opposition all the way through the championship. How many turnovers, tackles did we see him? And then good use of the ball, bringing it out from defence. He was up and down the field. He didn't just nullify opposition players, but he contributed to the team going forward. A very, very clever player, very good on the ball and solid. So I thought Mark Maguire was just sublime for Drummond. He really was. He really um, was. Great man, Mark Aaron. Yeah, exactly. Like he's, he's not a big man. No, but, but, but he's, he's tough as nails. But I thought his performance in the final against Drummond or against Arba, like he was tasked with Mark and Johnny McCabe. Yeah. That was yeah. a great move by Martin Dunn. Because John, Johnny McCabe was having some championship. Brilliant championship. Mm. Absolutely brilliant championship. So like, I mean, and also I, I covered the game against Strong. And uh, you could say, arguably say Drung's best player is Tynan Riley, yeah. and who was the man who was on and we Mark McGuire. Yeah. So he's a very, very reliable individual and delighted for him getting into that team of the year. Yeah, well, well done to uh, Key and Madden, Connor Brady and Mark McGuire. You make up the half-back line in the Kiko Sports All-Star Team of the Year. Anybody else that deserves honourable mention? Uh, do you know, the one that we missed out on, possibly could have made the, the shortlist, was Key and Riley. Uh, slipped through the net a couple of people said to me mm, uh, yeah yeah. He, he possibly did slip through the net um, but mm. I think we got we got three the three right men in the half back line yeah. in this team so. yeah a lot of people were talking uh, when, when I spoke to them James mm. McCall had yeah. a very good year and he did he had an excellent excellent yeah. year deserves a mention there particularly in, in a championship winning side he, he yeah. deserves honourable mention I think as well I thought Kennedy Garrett Kennedy as well with Killigary had a good year he had a great first half in the final he seemed to step into the middle of the field a lot mm. and that shows obviously the, the confidence that the management had in him mm. that they were able to put him into that position as well but good to see him back playing probably 2019, 2018 level when he was in around the yeah. county senior squad. He's yeah. at that level yeah. again. The confidence seems to be back in his play, like, you know, so, and he's a brilliant, aggressive uh, halfback. I mean, yeah. he's like, you know, he, he won't play it safe. He'd be like, you know, every team needs a player like that. He looks so, forward. Yeah, he looks forward all the time. So, yeah, so yeah. good year for Daryl, too. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Good stuff. Okay, on to the midfield nominations on the Kiko Sports All-Stars team for 2022. Johnny McCabe from Arva, Enda Maguire, Rammer United, Ryan Donoghue from Gauna, Cormac Daly, Castle Ran, Dara McVitie from Crushalaw, and Daniel Walsh from Killigarry. Lads, this was the toughest mm-hmm. two positions to pick because I think there's a lot of even performances there. I, I don't know that we have absolute standout, and I think when it comes down to when this is announced, people are going to go, no, you got those two wrong. Mm-hmm. I'd have gone yeah. for these other two. And you know what, Damon? People will make a case for a player or two who aren't in our shortlist there. Yeah. And, and yeah. they co- probably could make a strong case because midfield was so hard to pick. We had mm. to narrow it down to three for each position, six players, very difficult. And the midfield roles have changed. They're, mm. they're not the, the, you go out and catch four kickouts in a game or in a half and, and, and you're, you're, you're a great player. It's, it's more mobility. It's, it's more about how you affect the play when it's on the ground. Mm. That's what midfielders are mm. now. And it's, 
it you know it, it, it changes your opinion of what should be the best player at midfield but mm. who do we go for I think we went for uh, Daniel Walsh from uh, Kiligary yeah um, I, like I think he, I think I was saying to you boys earlier I think he's the most improved player in the in the championship uh, this year I, I think he was outstanding I thought the eye catch performance for me was the his performance against Kingscourt. I was just going to say it. Yeah, if you had it said something else, I was going to argue with yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> you're and, and, your age now. I was raging. I was looking for an argument. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I, th- I thought again a bit. We on about Derek Kennedy there. Um, I, there was a bit of uh, fearlessness in in the in the play of Daniel Walsh, which was great to see because he's a big, big unit of a man. And um, I think he'll serve Killigary well next year and the year after. But it was a breakout year for him. I think he's improved. Hugely, and um, you know him and Matty McKenna had two, uh, two, two boys had great uh, championships for Kiligary this year, and they were key in Kiligary's run to the final. Well, in, in Kiligary's formation, Daniel was being asked to come back yeah. and play as 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 one of a plus two. It looked like to me anyway, mm. two additional players that were supporting the the, the defense but covering the scoring zone. Mm. But as soon as they won possession back, it was up to Daniel Walsh, mm. Mark McDermott to transition. Yeah. They were the ones that had to be involved in those transitions. And Daniel was he finished with definitely a goal in one game, if not two. Yeah, I think he got, he got a couple of goals. Should have checked that stat. Yeah. But he got a goal against Kingscourt, I think. He did, he got a great goal. Yeah, yeah. it was class goal. goal. And, and, and he started that move way back. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he had a he had an absolute breakout season, the definition of a breakout season. He 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 missed the previous summer with with a broken hand, I think it was. So like he was probably bubbling under the radar there, and we mm. people might have missed out mm. on how good this fella is. Mm. And then he gets a good run at it, and we see how good he is. So mm. the other fella that was midfield with him was Johnny McCabe. Yeah, I lads for me, I thought he was the key part in Arva going to where they went to because if you look at it. Connell Shorten was out injured. Kevin Boucher was out injured. Kieran Brady was coming back from a cruciate knee injury, so it wasn't quite at full tilt. They needed somebody to become the, the leader in it. And I thought Johnny McKill just slotted straight into that role and was the most important player. And then when it came down to the county final, Martin Dunn identified it. And I think even though it was a one-point win, it's a it's such a narrow, narrow win, but that by Johnny McCabe not having his best game, and I still think he had an okay game. Yeah, he had a bad game. You know, by by any means, mm. but it 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 did curtail the way that Arva mm. could play a little bit, and I thought that, that was that was crucial. But you take the from the first game in Bombay against Drumlane, mm. he 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 set the world alight. I thought his contribution to the team going forward and his ability to know. At this moment in time, we need a score. I'm going to be the player who steps up. So the amount of points he got in games when it was a draw. That's what gives him the position for me is that it's a crucial moment. Like you can kick a point when you're six points up. Anybody, well, not anybody, but a lesser player can do it. But when it's when it's a draw or you're one behind or it's a close game, if you can kick points in those moments, mm. that makes you a class player. And Johnny McCabe to me is a class player. Yeah, that's a great way of describing yeah, it. And yeah, he did, he, did yeah. he actually did that in the county final as well. Like just before half time, I remember coming up with a big point. That's right. Mm. Like um and also as well, that's that he's back when he's back from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like normally it takes there maybe a year to kind of transit, but he has come back in. Obviously, he kept himself in great shape where he was in Australia and just slotted right in. As you say, mm-hmm. took a great leadership role with Arvand. Um, you know, like it'd be good to see. I think he's in with the county now. Isn't he, he is, yeah. yeah. So yeah. rightly so, and rightly so, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. So deserving, deserving. Uh, yeah. Two boys are very deserving, I think. Of the we'll we'll not, we'll not go through the rest of them because I genuinely think that all other four. Nominations in the midfield, you could make a strong argument. Well, Ryan Dunn, who was my third man there, mm. uh, I thought he okay. I thought he was close, but 
Yeah, we had to call it. Cormac Daly was my third man. Yeah, he was. I thought he was a colossal for Castle Rock in the middle of the field. He was great in Ulster as well. Yeah, yeah. So again, that's what I say. You you could go through them all and make the mm. arguments for it. I know people from Crush Law will be saying Dara McVitie only back from Australia mm. and look at the impact he. Well, had. I thought McVitie really led the charge against um, Garner in the semi final. Yeah. When some other lads weren't, it wasn't happening for them. He really took it to Garner. Mm. Without a doubt, and then Hendon McGuire, of course, is called into county seniors on his on the back mm. of his performances. Yeah. So all all of them did get a mention at the end of it all. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, moving on to the half forward line in the Kiko Sports All-Stars team for 2022 the nominations were two from Gauna in Tiernan Madden and Robbie Fitzpatrick two from Ballyhays in David Brady and Michael Brady one from Drumlane in Ryan Connolly two from Killigarry Ushin Brady and Mark McDermott and then one from Coohollins Evan Dowie and one from Knockbride in Sean Bournes um, competitive Competitive half forward line, but I think it's three nailed on here. I, I think this was the most clear cut that I'm going to go with the first nailed on. David Brady had to be on this team mm. in his performances yeah. throughout the championship. There, there was no single player in the intermediate championship that was as influential mm. to a team. And and David Brady now, you're looking at him and you're not just saying, oh, it's great to see him on the Cavan panel. Can he actually burst on? The question is, you know, can he actually start? He, he, with his performances, he looked like he could start on the Cavan team. That's how good I thought he played throughout the championship. So, to me, he was nailed on at 11. I had, had to have him in there. Well, he scored 5-6, I think it was, yeah. throughout, the, throughout the championship. Now, he, he didn't play the dead rubber the round four game against Casaran. Mm. So, he scored, he scored his 5-6, and he didn't score in the final. Bally has only scored eight points on a bad day. So, he scored that 5-6 in the, in the other uh, five matches that he played. Which is good scoring from midfield. I know he rotated inside at times, but ah, he was he was magnificent. Yeah, yeah, and he scored them. He scored big scores in crucial stages mm. again against the, Orbit, against the goal. Yeah. yeah, the goal like that put them instead of he could have taken a point against Biltorba would have put them two in front, leaving the opportunity for Biltorba to come back down the field and get a goal and and, and beat them. Mm. He went for the jugular. He went straight for the goal mm. and, and, and finished it. That was game over in a real tight, scrappy game where they were down two players. He stood up. His leadership was just brilliant. I, I thought David Brady was the type of player that if I was Mickey Graham, I'd be excited. I'd be saying, yeah, this just, is class. Just took the words out of me, right, Damien? I think it's hopefully injury, injuries aside, I hope next year, 2023, be a big year for David Brady and, and mm. the captain because he's all the attributes. Yeah. That you have a top quality footballer at, at intercounty level, like he's like you know, he's aggressive, he's like no harm, going, he's no um fear of going for the goal, he's strong, he's athletic. And I thought he led the way there for Bally Hayes there this year, like so. And it's probably a compliment to Cass Rahan in the final that they kept him scoreless, yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah. um, but yeah, no uh, high hopes for David. But and you forgot to mention he's six foot nine. <laughs> just to get one thing wrong on this and podcast like, and he's only 16 <laughs> and he's only 16 yeah. oh, brilliant brilliant performance other other two that we went for where um, yeah the one I have here is Ryan Connolly you couldn't leave him out no. like. yeah well when we started off the first thing we did was write down who's who's, who's the cast iron player yeah, so we worked from there um, I thought um, he for me Damien I know we're, uh, this is probably the podcast for later in the year um, to me he's my player of the year Hopefully. Ryan Connolly. I thought that he absolutely led the charge from the front. And times when Drum Lane were a little bit shaky, particularly particularly in that last game against Knockbride in the group stages. Like when it looked like I think at one point I think not Drum Lane were out of the championship. But they were, yeah. They yeah, were yeah. Out of it. yeah. And he had they the lost that game they were out. They were out, yeah. And I think he was the fella that just absolutely dragged a bit like Connor Brady 
uh, with Ghana just in the time of need scored some brilliant scores and mm-hmm. again in the final against um against yeah. Arva like yeah. two brilliant free think we won the level it that yes. cute angle that was like there's no one on that pitch that could have could have done what he done that day and I just think he was um like putting him as captain was another great move by Martin Dunn and I just I think it just elevated his his leadership and his whole play up another level and yeah I thought I, I love watching him I thought, I thought how, it was brilliant how important for Ryan Connolly's performance was his relationship with Martin Dunn. Because mm-hmm. I remember early doors talking to Martin Dunn and saying how oh, Ryan Connolly's playing well here. And he was like, oh, he should be playing well. He's he, he's mm-hmm. the best player in this championship. Mm-hmm. Like he says, you know, we're not going to praise him for doing what he should be doing. And I was kind of going, Jesus, now that could backfire on you. Mm-hmm. But then talking to Ryan Connolly's championship went on. There was a great relationship there between him and Martin Dunn that has got the best out of Ryan Connolly. And that's not something everybody has done. He's got the best out of Ryan mm-hmm. Connolly. But sometimes you get a player who is the top scorer and he's important to a team. Another time you get a player who's a captain. Another time you get a player who's just the best player. Yeah. Another time, another player would be the talisman. Who's the, yeah. Another would be the match winner. Yeah. He's, he is all those things. <laughs> yeah. He literally yeah. is. Right. He's, he's the best player. He's the top right. scorer. He's yeah. the captain. He's the match winner. And he's the talisman of the mm. team. So... You can't tell him fair. Like against um, yeah. Craig Bann in the in the in a real sticky opener in the Ulster yeah. preliminary round, and it was a real like, and I was I and he was for, injured. He was injured. He was yeah. injured. He was and injured playing. I went that game with those two good buddies of mine um, from Drumlane. I went with them. Now for for most part of that game, I was a Drumlane man, Damien, uh, because you definitely want to see Cavan clubs doing well. But for a point, for a minute there, I thought, even though Drumlane had a man extra. They were kind of struggling in the game because the Craig Mann were, were, were very, they were, I thought they were a very decent outfit. And then with five minutes to go, Ryan Conley went on this run, then cut inside from the 45 and just didn't even look at the goals, just curling up. Oh, it was majestic. class. It was class. Was, again, go back to what I was saying about the equalising point in the in the junior final, only he could do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and then taking it to Ulster. I was talking to Clonus Man yesterday and he was talking about the free that he hit from 55 metres. Yeah. He was like, who does that at yeah, junior level? Yeah, like, exactly. Nobody does that yeah. at junior level. So you can't argue with, with, with Ryan Connolly. No. And the third one that you can't argue with is the Garner man. Tiernan Madden. Absolutely mm. brilliant year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Again, call into the county seniors on, on the back of his performances. But he 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 took a level of performance that... Do you know what? I, I, I wonder what's the dynamic like in the house because it's not easy to be the younger brother to a great footballer. But he's a great footballer, being the younger mm. brother to a great footballer. Mm. Like, yeah, it just he plays very similarly <clears throat> to to Key, and I would say. But he's obviously he's left footed, and he's he's probably a bigger man. Yeah, I'd say he's taller. Yeah, he's probably mm. a bit of a taller man. So he's slight differences in how he plays, but for the most part, I think they're similar and Do extremely you know he, effective in the modern game. Do you yeah. know what he does? Like so, Keen Keen is great at transition. Tiernan has this kind of three D vision that. He'll see a hand pass that's only a five-yard hand pass, but with the run that the player is making, receiving the ball, he'll he'll get through on goal. Mm. He has an unbelievable ability to see that last pass, that pass that nobody else can see, but he tracks the run, he knows where it's going to be, and he might even leave the ball hanging too long for a manager's liking that you're going like, oh no, oh geez, that was perfect. You know, you're kind of, for a split second, you're thinking it's the wrong pass and then it's the perfect pass. He has that ability. I don't know, it's almost basketball-like the way he can, in tight areas, his hands can move really quick and he can get these off. But then, he took on the free-taking responsibilities. And that's in a forward line where, like Robbie Fitzpatrick was there as well, kind of in and out through injury. Mm. Oshin Pearson, in and out through injury. Tiernan Madden was solid on those Mm. frees. He was huge for them. So without Tiernan Madden, Dugan will win that championship. 
I'd say it'd be a, it'd be a tight call to say mm. it when you look at how tight how tight some of the games were for Gauna. So yeah. a I, massive display. I never <clears throat> panics under pressure. No, no, never panics under pressure. A bit like Kane. Very rarely you see a, a bad mistake or uh, he gives the ball away or any kind of stuff. But mm. that's one thing I like. Like Tiernan's only what twenty. Twenty. He was under twenty this year. Under twenty this year. Yeah. So like I mean, it's a great trait to have, mm. particularly in that game against Chris Law in the semi final. You know where the pressure was on. Chris Law got back in with the penalty, and I remember Tiernan had made some key plays in that thing. Oh, and just like it, it was like it was the fifth minute of the game. But yeah. this was about six minutes left. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the white heat was increasing, like you know. So it's a it's a, a great trait to have in a player. Uh, Tiernan and Keane definitely have it. Yeah. It's cool under pressure. So congratulations to Tiernan Madden from Gowna, David Brady from Ballyhays, and Ryan Connolly from Drum Lane. You make up the half forward line on the Kiko Sports All Stars team of the year for twenty twenty two. Okay, into the full forward line. The nominations were Dara Lovett from Killigarry, Connor Smith from Killigarry, Dara Dolan. Drum Lane, Garod McKiernan from Cavan Gills, Brian McGee, Coo Hollins, Killian Galligan from Lacken, Ushin O'Connell, Castle Rahan, Brian O'Rourke from Bally Hayes, and Shane Sexton from Coot Hill. Get into the nail on. Wow, well, Connor Smith's nail on for me. <laughs> <laughs> from last January. <laughs> yeah, Eddie, hit us with the stat there of what, what Connor scored. Um, I, I did thought this up I think he was huge. Like he, he opened the championship against Gauna with monster freeze that you're kind of going like oh geez, now Connor's Connor's hitting form here he scored 219 in 5 games uh, <laughs> he scored a couple of 45s he scored freeze in that but but he t- he tends to score a lot of difficult freeze as well so the, the stats after his name in the match report don't always do him justice because a lot of the freeze he gets tend to be out the field yeah they're the and, awkward ones yeah and he, mm-hmm. score, he scores them I thought he was just fantastic now, he, he, he missed a couple of games in the group. He missed the round three game. I think it was at the bridge game. And he missed the rammer game in round four. But mm. he, he came back with a vengeance then against Kingscourt. Then he, he hits the net after 30 seconds against rammer. Only got two points on, in the final. Under pressure from Damien Barkey. Mm. Yeah. And that was one hell of a battle. Yeah, yeah. Barkey, again, like we talked about before about uh, Ryan McGarren doing as good a job as could be done on Grove McCarron. Like Barkey did as good a job as could be done on Connor. So I got Connor Smith, yeah, nailed on. That comes as a huge surprise to everybody listening. <laughs> massive. I love the guy. I love the guy. Massive. Massive. He was right. This moment, as soon as I hit recording that po- podcast button, that Go, goalkeeper Connor Smith. <laughs> <laughs> straight out. Straight out. Eddie, give us a, give us the the next one on it. So Connor was a corner forward. Yeah, well, I go with the other corner. Um, I go with Oshie O'Connell. Yeah. Uh, for Castrahan. Um, big I, big big year and big games. Yeah, uh, a complete clutch player in my opinion. Clutch is um, great role. Is he's a brilliant player, I think. And I was at the game against then in Kinlek and he scored an absolute cracker of a goal. And that was a battle. I, I was a well, it was a battle, surely. Yeah. Like I, I don't think then believed in themselves they could take Castro on that day. But Cass, it was a typical Castro performance. They got the goal and they managed the game really, really well and it was like a common team throughout the championship. But I, I, now this might be controversial, but I I would think that um, Cashman wouldn't have won the championship without Oshin O'Connell. No, I not agree. controversial yeah. at all. Okay, it's a hundred percent accurate. Thank God for that. According to um, the three people in this room. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just think for all the for all that's good about Cashman, you need a player like Oshin O'Connell up front that would just win the game for you, turn the game for you. Like he scored one three in the final um, against uh, Bally Hayes. Out of one eight. Out of one eight. Yeah. Um, Bri- Bri- Brian Brian Donahue's comment after the county final is still one of my favourite of the year when we, when we do the the wackies comment of the year was county final plus Ushin O'Connell yeah. equals goals yeah, <laughs> I yeah. thought it was a great one 
and he like he got one one in the replay against um against Hollands. Hollands. yeah big game a big game oh yeah mm. and then scored five points um against Bailyborough in the quarterfinal yeah so but a brilliant player super player so he is and um you know he was obviously vital to Castran's win in the intermediate yeah absolutely and then at full forward we went for the big man Garod McKiernan very very hard I I I. I know Cavan Gales players or people might not like to hear this, but he single-handedly dragged Cavan Gales into our quarterfinal mm. of the championship, and were very close to putting out the actual reign or the, the the eventual champions. That first day, they really should have put them out that first day, mm. but once they survived that first day, Canada were going to always win the next one out. Mm. But there was, you talk about performances in championship from. From round one right through to quarter final, there was no player better than Gordon Kieran in that senior championship. He was absolutely colossal. I can't think of the stats of what he scored. But the first day out, he scored eight points. Six of those came from play against Crystal Law. And like they were well, it was, his ability was well flagged to them because he had hit them for 314 a few weeks before. That's right. yeah. They still couldn't stop him getting the eight. He, he got he one finished, five against Mullerhorn. Yeah, one yeah. one thirty three was his tally. In five games. In, in five, five games. games. <coughs> yeah, because he didn't. He only came on the last few minutes against Lacken, as far as I remember. But f- phenomenal scoring. Like, and even in the second Gurner game, when he was fairly well held, he still almost dragged them back into it. Mm. He came mm. up with a couple of big scores, like maybe two points from play in a minute. Like he showed leadership. I thought he, he was he was a one of the best players we've seen in Cavan in the last twenty years, playing at the peak of his powers in this championship. I think that's a that's a real good summation on it because yeah. I, I I don't think. A bit like we, we talked about it with Keita Mackey, but Gerard McKiernan won't be fully appreciated until we realise that there's nobody can do what he's doing. Mm. You know, and, and what he's done for Cavan Gales, I, I, I don't know him well enough to state this, but my opinion is that he doesn't want to be a full forward. But he went in and done the role at full forward for Cavan Gales. Mm. Now, Jason Wright actually did state to me in an interview after that, I asked him at the start of the year, where do you want to play? He said a full forward. So maybe he does want to be. Mm. But... We That's haven't it. seen him at county level. I think we will now. We I think to, we have, have to, to see him. We, we have, have to. to. After a championship like that where he was unmarkable at full forward, mm. you have to see him in there a bit more often than anyway. Well, like, what's his average score when he goes full forward? Because he went full forward against Castellan in the championship the year before this. That's right. And he scored something like 211. By the time the Castellan manager realised that he was in full forward, he had a goal in the back of the net. Yeah, it yeah. was seconds. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so fast. But, but yeah. also as well, Damien, um, we're all lucky enough to be at that league final up in Cross Keys. Oh man. Like I mean, I was again I was standing beside a couple of neutrals there from Bill Torbert, Drum Lane and um Kilalan, I think it was, and they were in complete awe of Groach. Like I mean, it was just it was just brilliant. Obviously superb like that final up there. Like, you know, even kids watching that, like, you know, would be you know something to aspire to for them. Yeah, absolutely. The um okay, so look at congratulations to Garode, to um Connor Smith and to Ocean O'Connell, who make up the full forward line on the Kiko Sports All-Stars for 2022. So just to recap, the All-Stars team, uh, the Kiko Sports All-Stars team for 2022 is, uh, oh no, sorry, Liam Brady in goals <laughs> from Rammer United. <laughs> in the full back line, it's Stephen Cooney from Castle Rahan, Ryan McGahern from Gauna and Fionnan Brady from Gauna. In the half back line then, we went for Mark McDermott, from Drumlane, Connor Brady at centre half back from Gowna, partnered by his club mate Kean Madden at seven. In the middle of the field went for Daniel Walsh from Killigarry at eight and Jonathan McCabe 
from Arva at nine in the half forward line. Tiernan Madden wears the number 10 jersey from Ghana. David Brady from Ballyhays wears the number 11 jersey. And on the other side at wing half forward wearing the number 12 jersey was Ryan Connolly, of course, from Drumlane. Nearly forgot that. Um, okay, in the full forward line then it was Connor Smith from Killigarry, Grodin McKiernan from Cavan Gales and completing the Kiko Sports All-Stars team for 2022 is Castle Ushin O'Connell. Folks, let us know how wrong we were, how right we were. Um, Eddie the Expert is on Twitter, so get on to him. He made the, <laughs> most of the calls here. Myself and Paul are going to divide ourselves of all of responsibility on this one. But hope you're having a great Christmas. Hope you uh, enjoyed our podcast here today. And our thanks, of course, to Kiko Sports, who sponsored the All-Stars. We will be getting the jerseys out to the lads over the next week or so. And we might even see them on the pitch together if we can organise that um, in the new year. So thanks a million, folks. Enjoy the rest of your Christmas.